better to raise a problem without solving it than to solve a problem without raising it. This book of a thousand and one ways to enlightenment that I own, which is a gracious gift for someone that I value very much, but unfortunately I'm not in touch with them anymore. Um, just reminds me every time I pick it up that there's so much to be grateful for. Whether or not there's a lot of hate in the world, there's a lot of suffering in the world, or a lot of pain, there's always things to be grateful for. And even though I haven't been in touch with the individual that has given me this book, each day that I pick it up, I think about them. And I appreciate them. And they may never know and they may never feel it. But I know somewhere in some life, maybe this life, they for sure are aware that even though we don't talk and haven't talked in many months, we're still connected. Welcome to Innovate. It's a beautiful day outside. Wonderful time to take a break and relax and take a look at what, are, what is around you. What can you appreciate? In today's episode, I want to talk about the satisfaction of doing work, anything. And taking that satisfaction to through completion is an even more satisfying feeling. It's easy to sit on the couch and do nothing and lie around and watch TV. Sometimes it's fun. I don't watch TV anymore, but from time to time, it's okay to indulge in a movie, watch some Netflix, hang out. It's okay. And we should enjoy those things. But when you engage in a task that requires cognitive effort and you put in that effort and you do the work, When you're done doing that work, you get this feeling, which I would call satisfaction. And we throw words around a lot, you know? So when people say I'm satisfied, they may not really experience a true satisfying feeling, but it's the closest thing, or satisfaction is the closest concept that they can, that they know of to express what they're feeling. But in fact, and this could be because of lack of emotional granularity. And not to say that I know all the emotions that exist, there's about 2,000 and even more than that. I think there's about 3,000 and there's continuously developing um, research and studies. And I think that expressing what we feel is just, it it needs words. And the more words that they are in the world, the more we can express. But before I get on a tangent, coming back to satisfaction, doing any type of work, that fulfillment that you feel is in fact a type of motivation. And to really feel that satisfaction, you just need to put your mind to something. And when you can break past the mental barriers that are preventing you from engaging in the tasks that you need to engage in, whether or not that is something that you want to or do not want to do, if it has benefit and there is some potential and it is required to be done, when you do it and you complete it, there's this wonderful feeling. And when you take that particular task and you change your perception to enjoy that task or just find simply just find a task that you really enjoy and want to do, 
Do that task from start to finish. And then sit down and reflect within yourself and see how you're feeling. Feel the satisfaction. Feel that sense of accomplishment. And thank yourself for it. And when you do that, you make it easier for you to want to feel the feeling of satisfaction and accomplishment. And that feeling will propel you to continue to find things that make you feel that way. So whenever you're feeling low or down and need some kind of boost, just engage in an activity. Start to finish. And so earlier I was mentioning that not a lot of people get to feel true and thorough satisfaction. And the reason that I say that is because many of us start things, but we don't ever finish them. And there are many things that don't have a definite finish line. For example, you know, you work out or you go for a run. You could do a 10 minute run and you could say that I went from start to finish. But is the goal to run? If it is, then yes, you did. But if the goal is to become healthier or become fitter, then have you really achieved your goal? Maybe. Maybe you did become a bit more fitter. But if you don't have a goal, then you'll never know what this concept fitter means. What are you fitter in comparison to? Right. So in tasks like that, when you just do anything that is greater than zero, and if you want to know what that means, refer to one of my previous episodes. Anything that is greater than zero has a sense of accomplishment. And this is why it becomes so much more easier to continue those tasks, especially when you've been procrastinating it. Because the feeling of fulfillment and satisfaction is so much more lasting. I would like to compare it to serotonin. And I'm not too particular about what actually goes on with the neurotransmitters when someone feels satisfaction and I'd like to look into it. So if any of you know, please drop it down in the comments. I, I said that, but I was actually referring to the post that I'm going to put on Instagram when I say I'm, I've uh, released the episode. So procrastination and not wanting to do tasks or any other task that we engage in over the task that is required to be done and that we know has long-term benefits has a fleeting experience that comes with it. And those experiences could be compared to dopamine. They give you short instant bursts of pleasure. And that is why you engage in those kinds of behaviors. As compared to the task that needs to be done your brain builds these mental barriers that I was referring to. And those mental barriers come to an extent is because your brain looks or, or rather thinks, it obviously you can't really see and maybe you use your eyes to see, but you can't, you can't see objects per se, you know, your, your brain feels them. And so when, when it realizes that X activity can give me instant pleasure. 
it will naturally make it easier for you to do that. Over activity Y, which requires effort and some patience. However, if you make the right choice and you think and you push yourself past those illusory barriers, you will reach or at least get a little taste of satisfaction and fulfillment. That will take your life from wanting to strive for happiness to wanting to strive for contentment. But I use the word strive very carefully because I do not mean to imply that when you are living or wanting to live a life of contentment, you eventually start to realize that not wanting is in itself contentful. And so one should never really strive for a life of contentment, but they should just strive for a life of satisfaction, of good choices, reflection, being themselves and being authentic. And wanting to have longer lasting, delayed, pleasurable experiences over the immediate short term, instant pleasurable experiences because they are fleeting. And so when you strive for anything fleeting, you will never achieve it because even when you do achieve it, it will just continue to run. And when it runs, you will run. And if you keep running, you might just die running. Run and chase and dream and achieve. Or reflect on what you're trying to achieve. A life of satisfaction and fulfillment sets the way for a life of contentment. And if you live a contentful life, you'll realize that one is always happy and can always be happy and that they do not need to strive for happiness because happiness is a state that they are already in. It is their natural state. And if you can't be happier than happiness, then happiness doesn't exist. Now, theoretically, I know probably someone could start a debate with me about that, but something to think about. Thank you so much for the last 12 minutes of your life. And I hope that maybe, just maybe, whatever information I have provided will make your life a little bit better. Have a good night, good morning, good day. Look around and be grateful for what you have. And I'll talk to you soon.